Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Coming at you again. Now, rush hour in the building. Welcome to the Chef's Meal. My name is Casey. And we're two chefs going on about our lives one thing pay at a time. Now, we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. I got a random question for you. Ooh, I like questions. As someone who lives with someone else, <laughs> how do you tackle your Netflix queue? Some fries, motherfucker. Oh, we're, we're really going to go that way? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even touch it. There, there's no touching. There's no such thing. Caitlin won't let me. <laughs> she, she would know. It, it's, like, it's almost like as if I were cheating. She's like, I see you put 20 minutes into there. It's an hour show. How dare you? I'm like, babe, really? You're going to go that far? She's like, yeah. You're supposed to watch it with me. So now I don't even touch it. <laughs> I just let it go. Nani? Also on Hulu, same thing. Because, you know, everything's connected. So we can't. I can't even. I just would like to watch something else. Or if it's if it's like a show that I've been meaning to watch, but she also wanted to watch it, she would get mad because she wanted to start it with me. But I can't. So that's how the Netflix queue go in our house. Yeah, I mean, for my wife and I, like we when we started living together, we literally had two separate Netflix accounts because our <laughs> tastes diverge so far. You know, yeah. and man, I've had Netflix, what, 10 years at this point or maybe even longer. So it's like you, you spend uh-huh. your whole time like building your queue and the algorithms learn what you like as opposed to what someone else likes. So... I mean, now we just have one account, but we have two different logins, or rather two different uh, like, sub accounts so that we can kind of keep things separate. I mean, there are still <laughs> some shows that we watch together, but for the most part, I mean, with, with our schedules, you know, her kind of being more nine to five and I'm time shifted up or down, like it's hard to watch something long term and commit to always watching that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There are shows that like we will watch together on our DVR through the cable. That's like mm-hmm. appointment watching. But for Netflix stuff, like you know, she moves at her own pace. I move at my own pace. So that's how we resolve that. That's not too bad. It's kind of similar here, but Kaylin will get mad if I touch it. Like straight up, just she's like, not happening today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, trust me, I know. You know, sometimes I forget to like log out of her side of the Netflix, and she's like, what yeah. is all this anime? Now <laughs> 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 Oh, my she's goodness. She's like, Sean, the stuff, you, the stuff you watch is so weird. And I'm just like, it's just stuff. <laughs> it's just anime, babe. I love anime. Yeah. I love anime. Love anime. <laughs> like, love anime. Like, I can, I can keep on going. I can do a whole show on anime alone, Sean. Yeah, we should. Yes. All right, we should do that in the future. We're going to. We're definitely we'll, going to do we'll, it. We'll just. We'll some um, Pick our we'll pick some of our favorite ones. shows which you're currently watching, and I mean, we can definitely do that in the future. Yeah. Now, right into the segment. Today's meal is presented to you by Netflix. <laughs> if you have it already, uh, make sure you don't cheat with your wife or your spouse or your significant other by watching extra minutes because they can see it. Oh, sure, ladies man. and gentlemen, they can see it, and they will get back to you, and they'll be like, "How dare you watch that before me?" And they would get mad, and then you would be put in the doghouse. So. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Do not do it. And then the other problem, the other plug it is, uh, we we are sponsored by water. So water is a water is a good delicacy 
every day that you need to kind of get together into your body. Uh, eight cups a day is what they say the the perfect amount for your body to be hydrated. I say that's false. It's to each their own, in my opinion. Uh, some people can go with just three cups of water. I need three gallons of water, <laughs> especially in the kitchen. We sweat it we in do. a second. We do. Man, if you ever see me in the kitchen, I have this blue water bottle. It's about two and a half quarts. I go through six of those a day. That's a lot. That's a lot of water. Uh, and I just sweat it out. I don't, in, in terms of going to the restroom, I'll maybe go to the restroom maybe once, not even. And it just kind of goes away from your body. So stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't go crazy. Water, water is your friend. Now, Sean, um, what is your favorite meal on a, at our at our family meal so far? Okay, so for family meal, generally we use the same sort of proteins that you know we use uh, ch- chicken. Chicken legs, chicken wings, quarters, <laughs> breasts. We use a lot of chicken. Look at all those chickens. Sometimes, sometimes we'll do burgers. Sometimes we'll do uh, fish here or there. Uh, generally a pasta. But my favorite uh, meal, or rather family meal, that we made um, last week was buttermilk fried chicken and cornbread. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sean banged out some buttermilk, man. It was crazy. He was like, yo, there's some cornbread. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, and, yeah that, and it's funny because, like, we have all these ingredients, right? Like, you're not – <laughs> I didn't bring in anything from off the street to make this stuff. But, you know, if you apply the right level of, like, care to it, you can make some big smiles. And Nani? that's sometimes what the issue is with, with, with our family meal is just, you know, it's the same, the same protein. And people get tired of it. But I'm like, all right, now nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook it up. I'm gonna make some cornbread from scratch. Um, I'm going to do this buttermilk fried chicken. And for my fried chicken, I marinate the chicken for a few hours ahead of time in buttermilk, some Dijon um, mustard, salt and pepper, some paprika, a little wow. garlic powder, and you know I kind of let like the chicken absorb that. So when I came in, it was Saturday when I came in. Once I got like the restaurant set at nine o'clock, cleaned and washed the you know the chicken, and then made my marinade and then let it sit there till two p.m. <laughs> and um, then I made my my flour for the chicken, and I use some of the what we call like clam fry in our restaurant that we use for yeah, our yeah. normal um, fry foods, but I added a little a little Cajun to that and. Um, slowly like separated the chicken into like like sized pieces so that they're all going to cook mm. evenly and then i fried them to 75 percent yeah um, partially it's because our fryers are set a little bit high um yeah. because we're generally cooking smaller pieces of fish and shrimp and scallops and clams and whatnot um at high temperatures to cook very quickly, but that doesn't work for chicken because obviously nope. you want it to be cooked all the way through. So, you know, I set the oil in one of the fryers um, a little bit lower to 335 and cooked them 75% of the way through so that like fry batter around the chicken was nice and golden brown. And then I finished them in the oven for another 10 or 15 minutes so that the internals of the, the the chicken like were cooked all the way through because nothing is worse 
than a crispy golden brown piece of fried chicken. <laughs> Some fries, motherfucker. That looks like your mama made it with a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> and then you take a bite into it and it's a bloody disaster. Like that you'll you'll never <laughs> you'll never <coughs> you'll never come back from that. So yeah. That was that. And then um for my cornbread, I mean we have cornmeal in the house. I use that. Um normally I would use like flour and uh, baking powder and baking soda to do that but we didn't have all of that but we were making strawberry shortcake biscuits as one of our special desserts for mm-hmm. the guests so i used some of the biscuit mix as my flour added some sugar some buttermilk some whole milk um folding in some a little bit of butter you know, made my batter. I know, yeah, but I mean, you know what? It's it's rich, but it's good, and you can't do it all the time. You know, can't do it. You can't do it all the time. Sean and myself are lactose intolerant. Yeah. So, so again, as much as I love <laughs> cornbread, and I love my mom cornbread, I just knew it was like, all right, I gotta. There's there's a lot of butter and buttermilk and dairy happening in all the all this meal, but you know, every once in a while, you can get in there and do it, but. Yeah, so made my batter and fired that off. Um, I personally don't add any like whole chunks of corn to my cornbread. <laughs> I mean, look to each to each their own. I mean, I've definitely it's had like it a southern thing. Yeah, it's a southern thing. I mean, nani. I'm personally not for that surprise in my cornbread, but <laughs> you know, to each to each their own. And it, yeah, it, it was, was it went over, yeah, it went over well, man. It was a good meal. I had a piece of chicken, a piece of chicken, mm. because I um, have more than one piece of chicken. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I try not to eat too many, too many meats. I have this 80-20 rule, but we can, we can go into that a little bit later. But the more important part, we are going into Sean Stack Tuesday. Sean Stack Tuesday. Sean Stack Tuesday. Day, 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 day. Okay. What do you have for us, Sean, in your tech Tuesday? Okay. So this is not a low tech innovation or necessarily a high tech innovation, but I'm going to kind of center back into the restaurant and um, talk about some fries, motherfucker. The most important technical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> innovation in our restaurant and i'm gonna ask can you guess what that is our most technical innovation yeah yeah what's the most what do you think is because maybe you'll have a different opinion but what do you think is the most important tech that we use in the restaurant on a day-to-day what uh damn to pick one it's like picking your favorite child why would you do that sean because you have a favorite um, child. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay, if I were to choose one equipment yeah. that I think it's the utmost badass and it's our most techie in the kitchen, I would say it's it's the timer on oven. Oh the wow! Okay, ten, all right. The ten digit timer. Okay. Because you can program it, you can set it to how you need it, and it's loud and. For me, that's really key to what we do is timing, because oftentimes we would forget. So that that timer specifically, at least for me, is the most important piece in the kitchen. See, again, there are no wrong answers here. Um, mm-hmm. That's a great 
That's a great answer because that timer in particular is probably the most critical. Um, in that part of the restaurant, we actually use three timers because we have the two ovens, each with their own yeah. independent timer. And then, yeah, that digital timer. And it has uh, eight banks on yeah. the timer. So you can be monitoring eight different things. And in that particular part of the restaurant, uh, oven steam, time is the most critical. Yeah. You know, like you're making a lobster, you know, you're going somewhere between nine and 12 minutes. And you might also be making like a stuffed shrimp or a sea casserole or firing crab cakes or whatever have you. And they all require different levels um, or rather different amounts of time. And they're generally going to be either enclosed inside the oven or boiling in like our giant, we'll call like pasta cookers. Mm. They're like these giant uh, water baths and you can't see them. So you have to rely on timers or an innate sense of like timing to make sure yeah. that you're cooking these things all the way through. And obviously when you take them out of the water or you take them out of the oven, you use the correct thermometer to make sure that they're cooked through. But yeah, yeah. that's that's a good that's a that, that timer's a good see, this is what I said. There's no there's no wrong answer. My vote was gonna be for the dish machine. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> or the dish machine, yeah, that is true. Because it's one of those things that you completely take for granted while it's working. You know, it's noisy, it's hot, it's steamy, it's wet, and it's working all day, you know? And the second that you don't have it, you're just like, oh, no. (laughs) Sean has PTSD right now. I'll share it with you really quick. So Sunday, or Saturday, I should say, Sean gave a pep talk. And I I wasn't there, I already left. So here's what the... uh, the consensus was from our staff. They, they saw Sean go to the to the dish station, and this is what Sean said, in quote. Guys, we're going to be out of here by 10.30. I want hustle. We're going to do this. Everybody was in a hooray. Everybody was great. When I say everybody, our dishwashers, everybody had a good mood. Sean leaves 10 minutes after. Guess what happens to our dish machine? <laughs> <laughs> it died. Ladies and gentlemen, the dish machine died. The arm in the back where it pulls the racks did not want to uh, to pay attention, and it just snapped right off. So that kind of that kind of peeped their peep their step step their peep. I I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but let's just say that uh, Sean's hooray pep talk just kind of oh, went man. down the drain. I'm so <laughs> motivated because like one of the dishwashers, he's like, "Yeah, man, you know it was relatively slow last night. We were out of here like 11 o'clock on the dot, man." I'm like, "You know what? I need that in my life." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Okay, you know, because both of our current dishwashers, they've been with us just about." One, two months, and the other one, I think he's about to make a month. So yeah. now they're at the point in which the their responsibilities are muscle memory. You know, like, mm-hmm. before you're trying to explain exactly how to do things, and then you kind of settle in your rhythm. And once you got your rhythm, then you can find efficiencies. You're just like, oh, wait, oh, yeah. if I do, let's say, if I run the trash at this time as opposed to this time, like, I know, oh, man, it's an hour before the restaurant's about to close, so... I'm going to get inundated with dishes. So I need to clean off this 
rack and get this stuff hustled out. So then I have a space to work with the last round of dishes that's going to come through. Or, man, maybe I could talk to one of the guys who's on the line and they could clean the floors for me. You know, like you yeah. start to find those efficiencies. Or maybe you could talk to one of the back of the house managers. Wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. <laughs> hey, man, you just mind <laughs> running this trash out to save me so much time. And to me, look, I've worked every station in the restaurant um, thus far. Um, I do not feel like I am above doing anything in a restaurant. Like I will extend myself and help wherever I can, but I need to know mm. that you roll with the same hustle as I am. Nani? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, hey, if you need some help doing some prep or even running out a trash bag, like I don't care, but I just need to know that if I'm out here doing it, that you're doing it too. And I also yeah. need you to know too, if I say that I can't help you in the moment, it's because you, you know that I'm also doing some work um that is helping you out as well yeah so oh we, at the end at the end go i mean we're all gonna leave you we you can't leave until they leave exactly so, so yes there's it's not completely 100 percent altruistic but at the same time it's just no i want to get back home to my life and you know the stuff outside of the restaurant as i would assume everyone else wants to too so hey if we're helping each other we're gonna meet that shared goal at the same time and uh yeah so i got had this pep talk with these guys and they were like yeah nah man we got you 100 <laughs> percent." i'm like look like we're gonna do this tonight we're gonna do it tomorrow night you know we got the you know the big bowling party coming up and um yeah so let's hustle let's get it done and sure enough like i walk away and i come back to bring some dishes to the dish room and i hear this clanging it is sounding crazy <laughs> it's just bang 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 and you know between our two dishwashers like one of them it, like english is not exactly his first language so he's trying mm. to like explain what's happening the other guy is whose english is better is, is newer so he doesn't know and i'm just like all right let's turn this machine off and see what's going on and i look inside and the control arm is completely like snapped off <laughs> <laughs> i was like no no and at that point, yeah, we had like a half an hour to go before the restaurant is, you know, closed and, you know, we're kind of gearing up for that last final big push of stuff. So I'm like, all right, well, they're like, well, can we still use it? I'm like, no, nah, we can't still use the machine in this capacity. I'm like, yeah, you could push the racks through, but I don't want the motor to spin off into the heavens, you know, or explode yeah. and hurt anyone. So let's fire up these three uh, compartment sinks and wash these dishes the old school way but the good thing is with our team everyone immediately realized that like the dish machine was broken at least for the rest of that night Uh, you know uh casey was able to come in and get things in a more usable state for the next day and then we had someone a vendor come out and fix the machine back to 100 percent the day after that Mm -hmm. but um Everyone hustled up. There's, you know, like guys who normally would have been running out the door were just like, all right, no, I'll stay and help you do this. You'll do that, you know, and we were still able to get out of there in a reasonable amount of time and um, have the kitchen to 95% of its normal cleanliness, you know? It was a good close. Yeah, yeah. Considering, considering that. Considering, yeah, that the machine went down and. Again, that's one thing I will say about this group of people that we are working with right now is 
they generally are looking out for each other and you know if they, they respect the hustle so i think if we had guys who did not take their responsibilities seriously when that machine broke down they would have been like well sucks to be you <laughs> <laughs> i'm out of here but you know everyone who was you know who was there did take the time to like you know, even if they weren't helping to clean up, they were helping to keep things tidy and organized so that these guys could clean up as efficiently and effectively as possible. So I need to be in the Zen Garden because there is definitely yeah. a diesel garbage truck got it, right got outside it. my window. So I'm imagining right now. You're imagining the waterfall. That I'm at a waterfall. I have taken out my favorite bonsai shears. <laughs> and I am trimming this small, delicate tree into the wow. powerful representation of calm and serenity that I know it was born to be. Is everyone here with me? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. Welcome to Casey's End Garden. Oh, my God. That was the most beautiful intro ever. So if you, if you haven't already, the, the, the Zen... The Zen today is presented to you by a cup of tea. And I, I do this often at the restaurant. If you guys haven't already known, uh, this segment is going to keep recurring. But I will give you a tea preference. Okay. Um, you want to get a little more zing yeah, to your stuff. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you want to get you want to get a little zing, a little pep, a little hearty taste, a little, a little oomph per se, that, that can rival coffee. Because coffee, coffee has a lot going on for itself. But tea, tea is something completely different because there's antioxidants. There's there's a whole bunch of healthy uh, aspects going into it. But oolong tea is the one thing that I would prefer for you to drink in the morning. It, it has a, a slight floral taste. It has this beautiful red hue to it. And it just gives you this sense of calming when you're consuming it it gives you a hearty feel when you partake into it and it's it's one of my favorite teas of all time oolong uh, it's also my grandmother's favorite tea and i associate myself to buying that more so than anything so for for the zen moment that you have take two minutes consume that tea take the time to yourself just to reflect reflection is a key to to what we do especially in such a busy aspect at the moment if you can just tune into yourself for a few minutes, I, I promise you, you'll be better off than not having to 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 get that time to reflect. So yeah, that is that is a Zen moment. That is a Zen that is a Zen garden. Let's just say while I'm sharing my my bonsai tree. <laughs> oh my god. So now coming into the segment of the 20 minutes. Now we call this 20 minutes because we are instilling something new and something different that we can do in our spare time. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I call it the 20 minutes because back in college, I had this thing where if I wanted to learn something or if I wanted to try something new, I would give myself 20 minutes every day until I can learn it. Now, Sean, what has your 20 minutes been? Well, when this airs, we'll be, what, a week out from my big move. So yeah. I'm using my 20 minutes to continue to pack some boxes. <laughs> hey. Sean is uh Sean will be transferring to a different side over there where he's at and as everybody knows packing is a uh packing is a is a tall task yeah, packing to get man. yeah especially if you have a lot of stuff and that's the thing, you know 
we don't have a lot of stuff to get. It's just trying to figure out like what are you keeping? Like what are you keeping? What do you what don't you need? What are you going to need? And again, like putting everything into its own specific space is a good idea. And I feel like I said this a few weeks back, but it mm. is it, it's more truer now than it was even then. It's just like you get an opportunity to touch and experience these things that you brought into your life at some point in the past and figure out if it's worth bringing into the future. And I think people don't take the time to do that as often as possible. Um, I mean, I'm not going to bring up anything that I feel like people don't have access to, but there was like a, or there is a documentary on Netflix and it was with um, Marie Kondo. And (laughs) I know it was like, the the wave of a few weeks back or a few months back but i think there's something to like taking a look at what you have especially in our consumerist you know capitalist um western lives we accumulate a lot of stuff you don't even really think about it and you feel like these things that you've accumulated 100 percent represent who you are but they don't have to do that i mean sometimes they could just represent who you were but do you need to carry this forward? Is there a way that you can like live this life or live your life and do it with less less clutter? And uh, this you. move is an opportunity to do that. So I'm looking there is like a, a a rack of shoes and stuff that I need to dismantle because I don't think I'm gonna take that with us. Yeah, this this I got I got some stuff ahead of me. But that's that's my 20 minutes because it is go time. This move is this, this is a happening. <laughs> yeah, it's a happening yeah. quick. I move yeah, while it's, you're it's... while you're away on vacation. So yeah, we're we're in, ah. we're in the thick of it. Like I said, when this airs, we're 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 definitely in the thick of it. Now my 20 minutes resides rather into making sure all the bookings and all the flights are taken care of. Now Caitlin did most of the the finer details per se I, i'm picking out the restaurants where we're staying um all the all the fees and such because we're taking the trip um from here in new jersey all the way out west and it's going to take two weeks about to do so so just kind of tidying up making sure everything is not canceled or not you know not delayed or anything and that's that's pretty much my 20 minutes uh that i've been doing um ever so slightly so other than that though sean Here's a part of the segment where we call it the final closing. Do you have one final tip? <laughs> yes. What's my final tip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. It's okay. No pressure. Just no pressure. Just let it go. Well, just I, I guess this is a life lesson that I've uh, learned myself in the last couple of days. The sun is harsh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, make sure to uh, apply the appropriate amount of sunscreen to your body. Uh, but oh. in doing so, make sure that you do not accumulate too much of it on your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and then rub your eyes because you will blind yourself. <laughs> oh. So my, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So uh, my final tip is take caution with your precautions. <laughs> now (laughs) just don't rub your eyes when you have stuff on it got it absolutely get it
Now, Sean, one one final little end tag, if you don't mind. Uh, this this is coming at you from I think it's Mary. That's how you pronounce, it, even though it's spelled weird. It's M A R E E. It's not Marie. I think it's Mary. But anyway, Mary says, uh, since Sean is in Brooklyn, can you suggest? Or I'm assuming this is a question for you, Sean. Can you suggest some spots that they can they can hit? I'm assuming restaurants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh man. No, no, I, no, I'm, I'm, I know. Putting your right in a spot, right? right Dang. The There's so many places. There's so many places. Um, well, again, I guess I'll mention the place that I always tell people to go to when they come to Brooklyn in particular. Um, check out uh, uh, Beast and Bottles in uh, the Cobble Hill area. Um, it's a uh, French American uh, cuisine. Um, a lot of like cast iron cooking, the great ambiance is by the Brooklyn um, promenade. So if you go during um, during the day or early enough in the evening, I think you can enjoy like a good meal and then kind of walk along the promenade and you'll get a great view of lower Manhattan from Brooklyn side. And um, mm. to your, I guess to your left, if you're on a promenade facing Manhattan, you can see the Statue of Liberty off in the distance. Um, you can see the Freedom Tower. You can see great views of the Brooklyn and Manhattan Bridge. There's benches to sit on. And um, once you're walking around there, you can make your way to Montague Street in Brooklyn. Um, there's some nice restaurants along that way, some cool little uh, shops to shop in and kind of experience Brooklyn from there. So that would be one of the spots I would say to check out. And now that I know that this is a question for our next um, our next episode, I'll make sure to come up with a few more spots just to drop in there to, to visit yeah, yeah, check yeah. out in Brooklyn. Yeah, thank you, Mary, for your, for your question, if you're listening. Uh, so Sean, sounds in New York. That's the sound in New York. This is authentic. That's okay. We'll use it as a soundbite. That's perfect. It's like so. I need you to get out of the way. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Chef Meals airs every Tuesday with Sean and myself as we talk about other things and pertaining to nothing whatsoever. And then Thursdays, where I interview other podcasters. Now, if you haven't already, go to our Patreon.com slash pork and wine and we'll give you all the extra tidbits that you cannot get anywhere else some extra special things in there uh there's a, a current podcast that's not even aired at all and it has a video format on it um it's on there and some photos that is not posted on social media specifically in our restaurant it's kind of nice and uh sean still has uh, has to make a cameo in there somehow so i'm gonna get him one of these days where he's not even looking. Oh no. And, um, <laughs> a candid photo of where me I told is, him the twirl. Is dangerous. Yeah, if you guys remember that <laughs> two episodes ago, I was like, Sean, just twirl. He's gonna twirl for us. And yeah, you guys know what that is. If you like what you've been listening to, and you definitely do because you're listening to this point, uh just continue to tune in weekly. Share, like, and subscribe to the pod and support our community. Hit us up with some comments, emails, suggestions about anything. I mean, we love to hear about food. If you have any questions about food or if you have any recipes that you'd like to kind of express out or, um, you know, get some tips on, yeah, hit us up. Um, all the links to our social media are in the links below. Yeah. Guys, it's, all the information is there. Uh, I highly suggest going to our Patreon page 
and just getting it on there. However, uh, full-blown emails, please email us. Don't put it on the Patreon because everybody will see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it, if it sounds a little crazy, but like anything else, uh, other than that, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right, until next time, peace out. Until next time.